How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. It's first time zooming. Sorry for the technical problems. Issues. No, it uh, it takes a little getting used to. So uh, I wanted to have you on today. I wanted to uh, let you know that we're going to start calling this segment Dentistry Unboxed. Cool. You like the name? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it kind of covers everything, right? We can talk to my lab partners, such as yourself. We can talk mm -hmm. to dentists. We can talk to anytime there's a new product or equipment that comes into the market, like a, maybe a new printer or something. Um, mm -hmm. This gives us sort of a venue to, to discuss those things. So, um, so thanks for joining me today. I wanted to chat with you about um, mostly like what, like we how we chatted last night and over the last few weeks. Like here we are. We're we're getting towards the end of May, mm -hmm. and um, I, I think that you provide a really interesting perspective for us on what's happening in the dental industry. So I wanted to get your thoughts on what you're seeing out there, what's happening, what's sort of the sentiment of most dental professionals these days, and I, I include labs in that, um, and what. Um, what are some of the products that you're introducing and, and helping and how are you helping your clinicians? Okay. So, you know, when we locked down March the 17th, um, I can't take really too much credit for it, but um, a dentist called me and said, Hey, you know what? We are being quite, uh, we have quite the shortage on PPE. So he actually sent me a picture and he said, Hey, can you print this mask? And I said, yeah, sure. I can, I can try. I have a printer. So I sent me a link, I downloaded the link and um, printed the mask. And what this mask does in effect is it conserves your existing stash of N95s. So you could, it's a small little breathing hole. I can kind of show you right here. Mm -hmm. um, that's what the mask is. It's a small breathing hole, um, a filter square. So you could take your mask, unravel it, flatten it out, cut out a square, put it in. And one mask usually takes, you could cut out four filter squares out of a typical mask. So um, I did that. Um, and then I guess he's part of a big chat group, a WhatsApp group, a Facebook group, I don't know. And he posted it. And the next day my phone just started blowing up. I had, I had so many dentists call me saying, hey, you know, I heard you do this. Can you can you um, make me one? Mm -hmm. I put it on LinkedIn too. And I think there was, uh, I had people ask me from my LinkedIn post as well. Yes, yes. So it, uh, it was actually quite hectic. I got quite busy with it. But we realized that the masks that we download from this uh, one site, and you have, you know, I really have a problem with people not giving credit to the people that actually put in the work. And it all started with, I think, a father and son team in Billings, Montana. And uh, they made this mask that I just downloaded. It's a, it's a STL file that's out there. And I downloaded, I printed it. And the problem with that mask is it's just one size. It's just, it's not customized. I mean, it right. would probably be a little bit better than nothing, but it is a, a, a huge mask. And you print it out and it's not going to fit a lot of people. It's not going to fit people with smaller faces. Um, there's gaps everywhere. So, so how do you address that? A lot of people in the very beginning, a lot of people just kind of plugged the gaps with whatever they could find. I mean, I, I heard people were going to Home Depot and buying weather stripping and they lined the inside of it just to, just to create that seal or block block the holes. 
but we kind of realized, hey, this mask is massive. It's, I mean, it'll fit you, but it wouldn't fit me. And then even on you, you'd have to be plugging all the holes around. So I called up my guy, and I, I really got to give him credit. Uh, Victor and Harry, these are guys that I work with, um, and they're 3D printing guys. They're not even in the dental industry. So I called up Victor, and I said, hey, Victor, you know, we need to address this problem because, yeah, it's it's a good idea to, to download this mask and you're conserving N95s. But the problem is, you have such huge gaps all around the face and a virus is what 0.3 microns something like that it's, it, it will get in. i think that's i think that's what they're saying the size of the coronavirus is, is 0.3 microns and something yeah, you're like right that, eh? you're not going to stop that from getting in you're not going to stop that so victor came in and um he said okay well i have a face scanner and if we have a face scanner you know we can we can bring people in, scan their face, and then custom design a mask to the contours of their face. So that's what we did. And that's actually what, what this is. It's, it's a lot smaller than the, the mask that the father and son team in Montana came out with called the Montana mask. And this fits right. me. Oh yeah, yeah, this fits me perfectly. I mean, it goes, it, it seals everywhere. I mean, the, the, the bridge of the nose, the cheeks, down here on your chin. And if I put my, if I cup it, I can't breathe. It's, it's a complete fool. Right. Can you, so can you get it, can you do a fit test? Like, do you, do you ha have you done a fit test with that? I've done a fit test and many people have done a fit test. And uh, I mean, there were some failures, yes. I can't say that it was really a mask failure. I, it, sometimes it's mind boggling. I mean. I had a dentist that failed the fit test and I said, you know, just curious, what filter did you use? And he, he put a surgical mask in this filter hole. I'm like, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> you know, you, obviously you will, you will fail the fit test. You're putting a surgical mask in there. I mean, the whole point of this thing is get your N95, whatever stash that you have, cut out a square, put it in. But if you're putting a level, if you're putting a level one surgical mask in there, then you know it doesn't make sense. So a lot of people failed because they were putting things in there that they they shouldn't be putting in. Well, in his in his defense, I mean, a lot of this is being learned, right? So, uh, I I don't know how versed like everybody's had, everybody's had to get up to speed pretty quickly on different mask types as of lately, right? So, uh, and like myself, even being a, a distributor of masks. Mm -hmm. uh, I've had to do a deeper dive and say, okay, well, what can you smell with the mask? If what, what's the difference between a level one, level two, and level three in terms of what, I, what exposure I'm getting and mm -hmm. how much better is an N95? So uh, I am going to say, like, even on that side of it, like, there's some learning that's going on, like a lot of learning with regards to what a mask is intended to do right now. Yes. So. Yes. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was really, I mean, people were trying everything in the beginning from, from I'd say March 17th to mid-April, people were going to Home Depot. They were buying HEPA vacuum filters and sticking that in. Um, wow. Just trying everything. Level one, level two, level three. Uh, Home Depot, they, they'll get Milwaukee HEPA filters. And if you even go onto the Milwaukee Power Tools website, it even says, you know, please do not use this as filter material for... For mask, yeah. For mask, I mean, things are getting so. Slow. Like, yeah, like I know you guys had a face scanner that you showed me uh, like a month or two ago. Um, mm -hmm. um, now, 
there's this Bellus 3D app that people can get. So, so how are you doing that with your dentist? Are they just scanning their face with the Bellus 3D app and then emailing it to you? Well, the Bellus 3D app, unfortunately, I mean, it's a great product and really people should credit Bellus for coming up with it. I found Bellus on LinkedIn.com. Someone, someone posted it. I looked at it uh, because I did have the, the scanner that I was using is uh, the brand is called Shining 3D. And that's what Victor was using. So people will come in, we'll, we'll scan the whole face and then make the mask. Uh, but then a dentist from one of those WhatsApp group uh, contacted me and saying, Hey, can you work with this scan? And I asked him, where'd you get this scan? And uh, he said, Oh, from my iPhone. So with the Bellus 3d, it's only compatible with the iPhone 10 and 11 or anything newer than that, because they have a, a their camera is, it, it can detect depth a lot better. So it's not available for Android users. So a lot of people, they would find an iPhone or they'll, they'll have a family member if they don't have one, a friend. Uh, they'll take the iPhone, download the app, and the app is called uh, Bellus 3D Face App. You could also get a Bellus 3D Mask Fitter, which is a different type of mask. Um, they pretty much take a selfie of themselves, a pan, and then they can pay $1.39 to unlock that file. Mm-hmm. And then when, when it's unlocked, you could email it to me, uh, Crown Dental, and I could work with that scan. But people who don't have an iPhone or can't get access to an iPhone, then they will still come to my lab or I'll go to their clinic and we'll, we will scan them up with the Shining 3D scanner. Yeah, like I'm trying to find, I, did a, I think I did a scan on my face a little while ago. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find what the image looks like. It's uh, it's kind of creepy. You know, it's it's just a rendering of yeah. my face but like you said look it's actually that's actually a video so it's showing how i scanned my face yeah it's yeah, like total no, recall right <laughs> is that is that an iphone 10 this is a 10s 10s yeah that would work yeah so so that's that's like if you look again like it's actually like mine, uh, mine the creepy but so i scanned my face and same thing i could just take that file and I can email it over to you and you could make me that. So the, so let's talk about that. So there's a different, there's the mask that you were making. I'm assuming those are probably more expensive than get, getting the actual fitter. Do you have, do you have a fitter there? Just so uh, the yeah. Give me a sec. Give me one sec. Okay. I think I have a, I have a fitter in my car. If you are, if you don't have one. So this one is a fitter. And this is also from Bellas. I believe it's free. And, and, and they were, they're nice enough to address this crisis that we're having due to COVID. So they came up with this. Uh, they programmed this and they will take your scan and they'll automatically design this. And um, you can send the STL to me or whoever has a 3D printer, print this. And this goes over your surgical mask. So do you have a mask there? Can you demo how that works? Uh, I do have a mask, but this is actually for someone else, so it won't fit my face. Oh, I'm sorry. The masks you ordered from me are on back order, so that's probably my fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad joke. Bad joke. Go like this. And since this is not made for my face, it wouldn't fit, but um, customized. It and so those like. Those straps, like, so you need to use an additional, like, I noticed you had elastics on your other mask. So is yep. it, you just take those same elastics and hold it on with that? Yeah, you'll clip it through the side. Uh, I wouldn't, 
Oh, here's a problem. I would not do ear loops, especially with these mask fitters, you could do ear loops, but with this, you shouldn't do ear loops. It should go behind the head. Otherwise right, right. you won't create enough pressure to create that seal. And I've had people fail. I've had people fail the fit test because they actually did make uh, ear loops and, and thought that would be enough. Right. Now, are you printing those straps that go behind the head that, that hold it around no. your head instead of the no, ears? No, that's, that's just off Amazon or eBay. And these are silicone oh. straps. But you could use anything, really. Um, I don't supply the straps. I kind of just leave it to whoever orders these masks. Yeah, um, I mean, dentists are pretty industrious. I'm sure they can. Yeah. Oh, so you can actually buy it. So where are you getting that one from? I got, it from, an, I got it from an endodontist in Vancouver. Uh, she just had a bunch, and she told me she she got it from uh, from Amazon or eBay. Got it. Yeah, and it's just kind of male and female. And so, if a dentist wanted you to print those that that particular mask, not the Bellus one, is yeah. it is it fairly uh, like is it fairly reasonable to get one of those made? I think it's reasonable. I charge eighty dollars for it. It takes about four hours to print, and there's a little bit of post processing involved later. I mean, you could line it with adhesive silicone for a little bit more comfort. Um, you got to unsprue it. You got to cure it. Um, right. The I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to do any sales here, but the, these guys, I mean, I sell for forty, and those guys I sell for eighty, and then uh, there's also a scanning charge. That Victor, it's completely separate. That Victor charges, it's $25 to design the whole thing, but it is custom fitted to your face. Right, yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, it's, the sentiment is, yeah, we obviously want to do as much as we can to help people. And, but at the end of the day, you know, we still have, you still have to pay your team to, to do this stuff. So um, I think that's understandable that, you know, there, there is, there are costs associated with this and you've only got so much runway and so much resin to use before you have to say, look, I've kind of used up my allotment of resin here, so I kind of need to, I need to start building for this. Yeah, because resin's not cheap. You know that. I know it's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I'm trying to find you deals on it, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, no, that's great. So before I gotta hop on another call here pretty quick, but um, I just quickly wanted to talk. Have you been getting any traction with these? Oh yeah, yeah, those ones. That's another thing. Um, I can't take any credit for that. That uh, after a couple of days, I guess people caught on that. Hey, Stan has printers. Maybe he can print this and that. So they sent me this. They asked me if I can print that. Uh, I did. Now those fins you see on on either side that actually clips into uh, the cheek retractors. So the cheap retractor goes in like this, mm -hmm. holds the lips open. Now, have you had, what's the feedback been on these? Oh, it's been, it's been quite positive. I've been actually printing a lot of those recently. Okay. Yeah. And so they don't find that like, is this obstructing too much when this is actually in the oral cavity or how to, what's the feedback on that? To be honest, I don't know because dentists have not really been in practice mm. so far. Uh, but they have ordered a bunch of it. Maybe they're just getting prepared uh, when they do open. So they asked me to print a lot of that. I, I've been printing a lot of that. Uh, they have also asked me to print a lot of Isolite adapters. I didn't even know what an Isolite was. Uh, is. So these are your Isolite adapters? Uh, the one on your left 
is a dry shield adapter and the one on your right is an isolate adapter and I'm a lab, so I, I never use it. I don't know what they're used for, but apparently for an isolite, uh, they want you to buy an isolite for every op, but with this app, you could just stick it into the HVE and unplug your isolite and bring it to op to op. Same with the dry shield. Yeah, they're very similar, but I can see. So like the dry shield, for example, like we sell this one. Yep. Isolite, we don't sell, so I'm not as familiar with this one, but it just looks like it's the way they hook in. So I think isolite, they both have a proprietary connection to the mm -hmm. high volume. Mm -hmm. um, and which is why you need these. So this is good to, good, good to know because um, I, I am getting a lot of requests for the dry shield as well. Um, the biggest difference between the two is that the ice light has a light and the dry shield doesn't. I think that's kind of the main difference. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then these were kind of a no-go, right? Just because there's, a, yeah, yeah, they're, they're too big. Too big, yeah. right? Like even like I got a big face and that's like, you want me to get my mouth around that? Like, holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, so those ones, I chalk that up to it as, as a failure. <laughs> this bad this yes. good yeah Love it. and um you know just i know you got to jump on another call but i uh, just wanted to say uh you know there's a there's a few people there's a few people doing it right and there's a few people that you know they have good intentions but i don't think it, they're doing really any any service to the dental community i mean there's still a lot of not a lot but th there is some somebody that's just downloading a typical STL file, not really making any modifications of it. And I've seen it on LinkedIn and they'll download this mask and it's that huge Montana mask, the one that we was talking about off the shelf and they'll bring a dentist in and, and um, the way they, I guess, customize it is really to plug the hole with, I don't know what they're using, whether they're using Play-Doh, silly putty, heavy body, medium body, but you could kind of, see the masses on the face and every gap is just plugged with with putty um yeah sure you'll fat you'll pass the fit test i mean if you plug all the holes but is that really a realistic way to to do dentistry uh, i don't even know can you can you autoclave that um how do you sterilize that are you going to plug the hole every time you see a patient like, that's just not the way to do it the intention is good but it's not a a good mask well, that, that goes back to the, the, the restrictions that the, the government has imposed. I mean, every province has got their own set of rules now. Uh, mm -hmm. It seems like BC, uh, and I'm trying to be as complimentary as I can, but it seems a little ambiguous uh, as what, they're, what dentists are supposed to do. I think they're kind of leaving it more in the hands of the dentist to say, you know what, you're smart. You can figure out how to protect yourselves. You've been trained on infection control. We're going to trust you to use your best judgment here. Yeah. So, um, so I think you're right. I think it's, it's, it's up to the clinician to decide what's safe and what's not. Like, I think level three is kind of what I'm getting asked for the most right now is level threes. Um, people stopped asking for N95s because no one could get them. So now it's the conversation has shifted to level threes, possibly with that fitter or yeah. a mask like you've made. Yeah. And, I, and I've seen people pass with a level three and that mask fitter. That being said, I think the test is kind of a joke. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I, here's the thing. Again, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it light, but the problem for me is that like the second you move, right? Like you can put one on me. I'm I'm clean shaven today, but yeah. the second you move or you're like get into a different position and that thing pops off or this, like you're gonna expose yourself. Yep. Like it's not a hundred percent, no matter how tight this thing is on your face. So mm -hmm. I see this. It seemed flawed from the beginning for me. Like how are you gonna be a hundred percent protected? I don't think it's even possible. Yeah. 
And the, the other thing is the test, it, it's really a qualitative test and they'll write something up and, you know, uh, I guess you can show the college or you can show your patients that this mask is qualified, but the test is, is really, this is how it is. You, you put a bag over your head, you zip it up, you put some odor in that thing. And then, uh, at the end of the test, they, they ask you, the tester asks you, Hey, did you smell anything? And that's pretty much what the test is. If you say no, then you pass. I mean, yeah. if, if the dentist really wants to work, they'll say they didn't smell anything, but they'll still get, <laughs> smell the, what? you know, smell what? I didn't smell anything. Like I do know a dentist that, that uh, she's not an anti-vaxxer or anything like that, but she just doesn't really treat COVID seriously. And, and uh, she's just like, you know, uh, I'm just going to put this mask on and I'll just tell her that I didn't smell anything, even if I do, because I don't believe in this stuff. So, yeah, you know, it's all subjective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's trying their best. But what I'm what I'm saying is. Get a get a good mask, get something that is fitted to your face that's custom designed don't get a mask that's just simply plugged up with with putty or or heavy body or light body or, or whatever they're using um you know there's one guy that i know that's doing it correct his name is uh dr bahi he's doing it right i believe i'm doing it right like we're taking it a step further than just taking Taking an off-the-shelf file and just plugging it, um, and, and customizing it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's your safety and your health. So, yeah. Stan, this has been great. Um, again, uh, one of many conversations we're going to continue to have about uh, this stuff and uh, and innovations going forward. So, uh, I hate to end the call as usual, but uh, I got another one here starting one minute ago. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for the chat. <laughs> Okay, man, Dentistry Unbox. This is Stanley Yee from Crown Dental Studio, a good friend of mine. I don't know. I'll probably see you later on this weekend for uh, a beverage or something. A bike ride. A bike ride. That's better. That's better. That's healthier. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. Okay, talk to you soon. Take care.